Fast Like Daniel by Scott Williams Chapter 4 Haters Daily Scripture Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any god or human being except to you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, The decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree you put in writing. He still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. Daniel 6 verses 11 through 14. Daily Devotional. Daniel didn't brag or posture or try to fight what these men did to ruin him. Instead, he prayed and fasted. Daniel did his fighting on his knees. Opposition probably looks very different for you than Daniel. It might be coworkers or a boss, students or a teacher, finances or lack thereof, relationships, addiction, or just a rough home environment. However, opposition has a way of driving us to God, so in those times of trouble we find it natural to turn to Him for help against injustice. But here's something you may not have thought about. Nothing tests you better than success. When we're struggling, we find it easy to turn to God because we want help. But when we experience success, where's the motivation for turning to God? From worldly standards, one would say that I am currently experiencing some success. I have a nice little consulting company. I get to travel the world speaking and coaching some of the greatest ministry and corporate leaders of our time. I write books and basically fulfill my life missions of how helping others win. The truth is, I have not always been able to travel, speak, consult, and write. As a matter of fact, I spent a large number of my adult years in the prison system. 12 years, 22 days, and 8 hours to be exact. 8 by 10 cells, razor wire, bad food, prison. I want you to hold that thought. Yes, the thought that has you rereading that last sentence like, Say what? Pastor was in prison? I was in prison, but not actually in prison. I was a warden. Around the age of 25, I was one of the youngest prison wardens in the country. It was kind of like being in the world, but not of the world. Once I was promoted to warden, I didn't receive all of the warm welcomes and congratulations that I had expected. What should have been a time for celebrating the future that came with this amazing opportunity turned into a weird game of chess because many people were unhappy. Unhappy they didn't get it. Unhappy that I got it. Quite frankly, they just didn't think I was old enough or experienced enough. Success can be elusive, but when you catch it, it comes with its own unique sets of challenges. As you experience some success, who starts to come out? The haters and the devil. I like to say it this way, as you reach new levels, you get new devils. And that's what happens with Daniel. They snuck a law through that made it illegal to pray to anyone but the king for 30 days. And the penalty for breaking this law wasn't a good one either. They threw you into a pit filled with lions. Anything with lions is never a good thing, but a pit with lions is double the trouble. 
Yes, it's safe to say that Daniel knew all about the haters. Fight hate with love. Haters are going to hate, that's what they do. They also like to throw shade, you know, acting all casual but disrespectful to you. They drop these insults in a half-joking manner, and if you call them on it, they say, hey, I was just kidding, don't get so bent out of shape. So that's how some people operate. They see you experiencing success or getting promoted, and they are jealous or envious, and they want to pull you down to be with them. That's all they know. There's haters in life, and then there's the hater of all haters, the devil. It's not popular to believe in a real devil, and while I don't think he's red and has horns, a tail, and pitchfork, I assure you the one the Bible calls the enemy of our souls and the accuser is quite real. He is the original hater. He wants to pull you down too, and to keep you from the life God has for you. He'll use other people, but he knows human nature really well. He knows that when we get a little taste of success, we can get prideful. He watches us really carefully when we get promoted or achieve something and he waits for the opportunity to turn something good against us by helping it go to our heads. So yes, indeed, the original old school hater is quite real. And I'll tell you, he tries to talk in the ear of anyone who will entertain him. However, once you start living for the Lord and making him an important part of your life, rest assured you tend to hear some loud whispers and experience some serious opposition from your enemy. Remember, as you reach new levels, you get new devils. Daniel had reached high levels and he now faced opposition from some of the chief leaders of Persia. Daniel handled it like he did everything else. He turned to God. You probably know there's no use to trying to fight a hater directly. They're sly. They say they didn't mean it, and you usually just look like an idiot. If you try to fight the hater on your own, you quickly find you lack the weapons to do battle with the enemy of our souls. No, the only way to fight haters is by going to the one who is love on your knees in prayer. We've read whoever does not love God does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4 and 8. So if people are hating on you, it's because they're not walking in God's love. You can't listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. So you have to just keep on doing what you're doing for God and trust him to sort it out. That is called faith. The Lord wants you to stand up and shout in the midst of your haters, but you've got to turn your back to them, quit listening, and not get discouraged, disrupted, or detoured by the crowd. The crowd will never go away. The enemy will always throw shade your way, but that's a game you cannot play. You have to ignore it. Keep doing what God says, give it your best and trust him to do the rest. Daily journal. Number one, when is the last time someone hated on you? Was it connected to you doing something in your relationship with God? Number two, do you think the devil is real? We never want to give him too much attention and credit, but if you don't think the original hater is real, what will you do when he starts throwing shade? Number three, what's one way we can answer the haters in our lives? What do you think God, who is love, would have to say about those who oppose you in your life? Daily prayer. What do you make of this verse? A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15 and 1. Think on that as you pray this today.
God, help me to meet the haters in my life with your love and answer them your way. I trust you to help me meet their hate with your love, but I know I don't have the power to fight hate with love on my own. I need your supernatural power to do it. Please teach me how today and let me feel your love very deeply so I can share it with a hurting world. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Fasting tip, shower time. Whether you take your shower in the morning or evening, get in the shower asking one of these questions. God, what do you want to show me today? Or God, what did you show me today? Seriously, during the fast, allow yourself about five more minutes of shower time to connect with God more intimately. As soon as you get out, jot your revelation down on a notepad or in your iPhone notes. Yes, I assume everyone has an iPhone, don't they? Try adding some eucalyptus mist spray to your shower. Either make your own mixture with essential oils or buy some on Amazon. Tomorrow, join me for chapter five, In His Name.